There was a big scare for all of us uh, today when we saw the news that Netball South Africa President Cecilia Mulokoane has announced that she had revealed that she's tested positive for COVID-19. I don't remember how many calls I got today. People panicking. Have you spoken to her? How is she? Can she talk? Well, um, I think she can talk because she joins us on the line now. President, good evening and thank you very much for being able to speak to us tonight. Good evening, Tabitha, and all the listeners. How are you? Oh, you sound better than me. But you've got COVID nineteen. <laughs> I am actually. I am better than you. I know that. <laughs> How's that possible? We are so concerned here, President. We've been talking about this the whole day. We didn't even know if it was the right thing to call you and ask to speak to you because of how sensitive this matter is. But I'm glad to hear that you are in in good spirit. Good spirits. How are you? How exactly are you feeling at the moment? I'm feeling very well, Tabi. So I'm not going to lie to people and say I'm sick or whatever. I just have contracted a virus. I am not sick. I think people must get that into their minds. That is just a virus that I contracted. I am not sick. I, I'm not shivering, for instance. Um, I'm not coughing. I'm not sneezing. I'm, I'm fine, like you are. I, I don't have headaches. Um, I'm, I'm just fine. So that's why I'm, I'm just saying we just have to take the precautions. South Africans and follow what it needs to be followed. I've self-quarantined as I was advised. Mm. Um, even though it's difficult because at home I've got a three-year-old baby. Mm. She doesn't understand. But anyway, we are trying everything in our power to keep her so far from me that we do this thing. We can beat this thing and it will, it shall be beaten. So I'm sure now that you've tested positive, you've probably found out more about COVID-19 or you knew a lot about it already. Is it is it common, is it normal then to still feel like yourself even though you've tested positive? I think it's normal. Um, I want to say that it's normal because it's how because it, I believe it's, it's it's in stages and it's in different stages. Mm. So I think we are at the you know the mild stage. We are not at that um, ICU stage or mm. you know serious quarantine stage where they quarantine you and whatever and take you to hospital and all those things. It's it's, it's where we can manage it, where it is manageable. So I don't think it's something that people should panic about. But everybody that came into contact with me, I would advise them, stay, count the days that you're in contact with me for 14 days. After you've counted it, go and test and see if you are tested positive or negative. Um, if you've tested positive, do like me. Um, go to your doctor, let your doctor advise you because we're not doctors. And then let's see how, how, how the doctors will do with you. Uh, so... so for for information and educational purposes now, you went to go do the test. How long do you have to wait for your result? And the statement also says that you had no symptoms. So why did you decide to go and test? Yes. Um, I would like to thank my municipality, where I work, Kipulukwani municipality, because when I came back, I, I came back and then I went to work and then it was cautioned that, um, please, uh, Cecilia, we, 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 we are taking precautions because of you are from the UK. We don't say you have the disease or you have the virus, we just say go and test so we can be, you know, free. I went to and tested, and then after 72, I went there on Friday, Friday or Thursday, I don't remember well, but I know I went there, um, and 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 I got the results um, yesterday evening, and then today they were confirmed. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And wh- what was your initial reaction when you got the results, President? <laughs> Knowing Cecilia, I just laughed. I know I don't know why. <laughs> I just laughed and say, "Oh, by the way, I have this." And my doctor was shocked. He said, "I thought you were going to panic and whatever." I said, "Give me a reason for me to panic. I don't have to panic. I just have to be positive because if one is 
it's led to this weekend, you become, you start to panic and do whatever. I think you are, in, you are, you are, you are, you are aggravating that sickness in mm. you. So I don't want to do that. I want to stay positive as I am and believe it's, it's one disease that if people could get, you know what made me more positive is people went and got coronavirus and now they're cleared. Mm. I hope and I know that I'll be one of those that are cleared in the next future. Okay, we just need to clear the ad break and then we'll come back and, uh, and, and wrap up with the president of Netball South Africa, President Cecilia Mulokoane, who announced today that she tested positive for COVID-19. But as you can hear, she is in uh, good spirits and she's doing the right thing, which is um, uh, quarantine. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Still talking to President Cecilia Mulokoane. President, in, you did mention that um, you had traveled to the UK earlier this month, um, earlier in March, you had meetings there. Can you tell us about your trip and is that where you think you contracted the virus? I, I'm not going to sit here and be like God and try and explain things that I don't understand. I would never know where I got the virus, but because of UK was one of the high-risk areas um, and I traveled through this to, to Dubai. You know, we connected in Dubai, so I don't know who I got into contact with. Mm. So that's the other thing. So I don't want to say UK or Dubai or South Africa. Let me just say I contracted the disease, but my trips were in UK and I went to Dubai and I came back home. So that, that's where, what I can give the people. Uh, I was telling my CEO today to say, you know what, ma'am, um, I think the guy who was coughing behind us in the plane might have had something because he was coughing very badly, Ooh. very badly. So I said, I don't know, but I'm not going to point fingers, you know, as things that I don't have, you know, um, you know, genuine, um, you know, information about or the proof of what I'm talking about, that would be risky. I can't say that. You do mention that though you uh, were put through tests at OR Atambo. How does it how do, how does it work? And, and obviously you were given the all clear then? No, we were, we were, we were kept in the flight for about 30 minutes. Um, SANDF came in and screened all of us that were in the plane. And then when I got out, just before I go, go and stamp my passport that I'm back in the country, you know, I, um, they, they screened me again, and my temperature was fine. Mm. So um, I don't know. Maybe if I would advise government, I would say everybody was from overseas, because I didn't know, and I, I never knew I had this, until, you know, uh, God played his role of saying, you know, tell somebody to for my kid to go and, and, and test, and that's what happened. So I... I would advise that everybody that went overseas, please quarantine if you've got science, go and test. So mm-hmm. as we can save lives of people. This is not about health, it's about saving lives of people. And and when you came back, because you were coming back from one of the um, affected countries, did you think of self-isolating or is it because you had no symptoms? No symptoms at all. And it was not this right the way it is. Remember, it was just starting to talk about it because... I heard about it, you know, a day or two before I went there to say this is serious and whatever. But in, in, in England, it was not even there. When we went there, it was just starting. You understand what I'm saying? Or maybe they were hiding it. We don't know. You'd never know what these countries are doing. But anyway, as I'm saying, um, we came back and then we started to hear that there's this thing. Somebody came back from Italy. I was back when that person came from Italy. The first diagnosis of KZN. And I was back a long time ago. Hmm. So I didn't know. Now you are in quarantine. How exactly does quarantine work? Do they give you medication? Do they give you orders? Or do you just need to basically isolate yourself? I've been giving orders. My doctor gave me medication, gave me orders of what to do. I'll follow it because it goes by doctor by doctor. I cannot give you my 
my my my mm. my kind of you know medication and everything but mm. my doctor surely gave me medication um with his own reasons or whatever i don't know he's a doctor i can't ask him he went to school for that i didn't i'm just an adult president <laughs> <laughs> and and finally then president what advice do you have for other south africans because now we've seen how serious COVID 19 is uh, the president also spoke last night uh, as somebody now who's tested positive i mean what advice do you have i am saying please take precautions wash your hands two meter distance is needed Please, when you feel any symptoms, go and test. Please, 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 please stay safe. This thing is life in the day. I've seen it. I've tested positive. Okay, well, we hope you recover, President, because uh, you still have a lot of work to do. I mean, Netball World Cup and all the other work <laughs> that you are busy with, uh, we still we need you to recover and be back to your best. Thank you so much. Thank you, President uh, Cecilia Mulukwane there uh, speaking to us about uh, testing positive uh, for COVID-19. I think that's the person, first person that I've spoken to that's tested positive uh, for COVID-19. And as you can hear, it's not all a doom and uh, a gloom. But uh, I think what we can take from that interview is that if you have traveled overseas, uh, please do go and test whether you've got symptoms or not. And also it's just safer to go into self-isolation now, um, whether you've got symptoms or not, and you've traveled overseas, I think it's only the right thing uh, to do because the president said that she had no symptoms at all and she was fine and she attended a lot of meetings and by the way if you did come into contact with President Cecilia Mulokwane she did advise that you must also go um, and test because that's how the COVID-19 strain uh, spreads. Let's move on now and um, talk to Athletics SA President uh, Mr. Alex Corsana. We couldn't get to him last night uh, because of the President's speech, uh, but he is here with us now. Mongameli, good evening. Apologies once again for not being able to speak to you last night, uh, but thank you for being available again on SAFM tonight. No, thank you very much, my brother. And I understood uh, last night that uh, there were important matters than athletics that had to be addressed to the nation by the state president. Thank you. Th- th- thank you very much, Mongameli. What's your reaction to the uh, to the decision today that the Olympic Games will be postponed? You'd made it clear a few days ago that they needed to make a decision quickly. Uh, do you believe they've made the right decision? Well, uh, you'll recall on Tuesday after meeting the uh, mm. uh, Oh no. Okay, we do. Uh, there are two things. Yes. It's to postpone. Okay, no. Let's try it again, uh, President Alex Kosana. It's fine. I will try you on your other number, hopefully. Uh, he was just telling us about their meeting last week with Post Minister Natim Tetwa. By the way, that's the same meeting where the Netball SA President Cecilia Mulukwane was last week, where um, Minister Natim Tetwa invited all the stakeholders from the sport, arts and culture um, industry to come and um, plan their way forward uh, following the global spread of COVID-19. And I think that's what he was referring to before we lost him there on the line. We do apologize for that, but we're going to get uh, him on the line. But if you did miss the big story of the day, the Olympic Games have been postponed. They've not been cancelled. That's not the word that they are using. They are using the word uh, postponed until next year. And uh, the latest that they must take place will be the European summer in uh, 2021. This follows a 
conference call today uh, between the IOC President Thomas Bach and the Prime Minister of Japan, Abe Shinzo, and uh, some other members there who were part of that conference call. And uh, you will recall that over the past few weeks, there's been a lot of pressure on the IOC uh, to basically... Um, postpone the games. I mean, even athletes came out, even Canada and Australia came out this week to say that we're not sending our athletes uh, to Japan, regardless of whether the games will go on or not. A few athletes had also come out to say that they are uneasy. They don't know how to prepare. They don't know whether they should train. They're worried about their safety and their health and they're calling on the IOC to make a, a decision. And I think all of that pressure now that's been put on at the IOC has finally paid off and it's probably what we call athlete power here. Uh, they've got their way, the athletes, and rightly so. We do apologize for that breaking transmission but we do have the president back on the line of athletics south africa mr alex kosana president you were before we lost you you were just telling us about that meeting last week with the sports minister yes we we had an interview there after and i said to the journalists that were there radio and television and press mm-hmm. things that need to be done and to cancel or to postpone the Olympics to next year or any other time if they postpone or to cancel it. It has happened in history during the World War Two and the World War One, nineteen sixteen, the Olympic Games did not take place. It was only in nineteen twelve in London where the Olympics took place. In nineteen sixteen there was nothing. In nineteen forty there was nothing. So it was easy for them to arrive to that because this is a global pandemic declared by the World Health Organization. And why I said that? I said that because the Olympics is the mother of all games. Each and every country sends their athletes, even for much past only and participate in one event. So if we were going to continue with this, some of the nations, top nations in particular, were not going to be there. And whosoever was going to be crowned an Olympic champion in his or her discipline, it was not going to be a fair, a fair reflection of the Olympics. And it was not going to be in the spirit of the Olympic Games. And I remember the interview you also did with SABC's uh, Velile Mnyandu where you actually um, also highlighted the fact that it's not only about the athletes president but also the rest of the people that plan to attend uh, these games and, and that everybody's safety and health is, of, is, is very important here. So it's it would have been a disaster if the games were going to continue. Remember, the athletes will have to fly from their countries. And now we don't have flights from many of the countries. They have closed their airspace. They have also cancelled flights. They have down flights. And, and it was going to be a disaster. You get to an Olympic village. You get to the warming-up area. You get to the stadium. You get to the malls, to the shops. You walk and you experience and experiment the city where the games are going to be held. It was going to be a disaster already. Mm. It was going to affect more people in the host country and more people were going to come with the virus in that particular city. Hence, we said as ASA last week before even we spoke to to Sebastian Co, our mm. president, he said this is a non-starter because this global uh, pandemic is spreading at a jet-like speed. We looked at Jimona, and I even spoke about that. He said our athletes could not go there. And yet we have been sending athletes there for the past five, six years for camping and for the European summer or Northern Hemisphere competition. And it was going to be a disaster. 
and let alone the lockdown that has been announced by many governments, including our governments. Our athletes and the global athletes in the whole world will have to stay at home and out of the gyms, out of the tracks, because stadiums and all that are locked because of the fear of the spread of this uh, pandemic. So I think it is a good decision and it goes our way. And we say to our athletes, they must abide by the rules as set by the government of the Republic in the best interest of everyone. They must protect themselves and they must wait up until such time. It is okay for them to be in the streets, to be in the gyms, to be in the tracks, to be everywhere. That is our message. And we align ourselves fully with the President of the Republic of South Africa because this is only about saving lives. Mm. And if lives are saved, we can still be able to start from the scratch and work on what we have been working over the past three or four months. Um, there have been questions raised as to why the IEC um, uh, took so long to make this decision. Uh, why do you think they took so long? Did they, did, in your opinion, did they take too long, Mr. Skosana? They, they had to consult quite a number of people. There is huge investment by the IOC itself, by the countries, as well as the host country. So they had to consult, including the sponsors of the IOC and the sponsors of the host country. So I understand when they were saying it will take plus minus three to four weeks Mm. for them to be able to pronounce because they need to contact each and every stakeholder in the world and also contact the World Health Organization and all that. So it was not a, a delay, but they had to do whatever they were doing and do it thoroughly and consult so that by the time they reach a stage where they want to make an announcement, they make an announcement that is going to be accepted and also look at all the contractual obligations that they have with the Japanese government. You could hear and appreciate that the IOC president had the telephone call with the Japanese prime minister, not even the Olympic organizing committee local organizing committee of the Olympic, but with the president of that country. There must have been a lot of agreements and up to a point where they said the games will continue next summer, which is going to be between May, June, July, August, September. And I assume it is still going to be in the same country because they have done all the infrastructure and all other things that are required for the games of such a magnitude. Okay, Mr. President, thank you very much for speaking to us on uh, SAFM and thank you for being clear from the beginning in uh, this situation and being consistent with your message and uh, they've had uh, your calls here at the IOC. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Alex Kosana. And uh, let's also get reaction from Swimming South Africa and the President, Mr. Alan Fritz, joins us on the line. Mr. Fritz, thank you for speaking to us on SAFM. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Capizon. Thank you very much for having me. Good evening to the listeners. Thank you. Has the right decision been made, in your opinion, to postpone the Games to next year? There's no doubt in my mind. It's the absolute correct decision. The, the playing field, Capizon, was just uneven. We are three, four weeks behind the rest of the world with this uh, terrible virus, and it would have put our country at a huge disadvantage. You know that swimming has been in the forefront of bringing medals, and we have been in the last mm-hmm. couple of Yes, uh, our counterparts in athletics, Mr. Skosana, and his team has uh, also made the country very proud. And it would have put our athletes, particular 
those medical hopefuls that we have in swimming, in particular out in Toko, would have been at a huge disadvantage. And I guess that... Happened, yes. Yes, go ahead, sir. What happened is that we had to cancel all our mm. local competitions, which would have meant uh, some of those events are qualifying events. We had to cancel our junior events, our junior levels. We had to cancel a very, very important senior Africa championship that was also yeah. a qualifier for the African continent, but certainly a event that we would have used for our athletes to prepare. And uh, it would have just really put us at the back foot. Yeah. And and Swimming SA was one of those that uh, shut down all activities very quickly and efficiently too. How has the reaction been from the swimming communities and the stakeholders? Because you did mention that as these some of these events were Olympic qualifiers. Yeah. We, had, we had moved very quickly before the president announced the lockdown. We um, had assembled a medical team and we have assembled, assembled a team from internal structures. It looks at competitions and our base we would... Um, prepare our athletes uh, in an environment uh, that's before the lockdown. Uh, we even had the coaches there, the Olympic coaches, and uh, the advice from the medical committee is uh, we have to stop. To flatten the curve, we have to stop all our activities. And we reached out to our community, our coaches, our senior coaches that produce Olympic swimmers, the junior coaches, the learn-to-swim schools, because we have over five, 6,000 of them in the country, and it's going to be very hard on some of them because some of them run their schools as a as a income, uh, as a, a, a means of sustaining themselves. So, yeah, but it's equal for the rest of the country. Small businesses are going to face the same, the same so as, as big businesses. And you have seen the president's appeal for us as a community in South Africa to all pull together and uh, ensure that we flatten the curve. And uh, we fully support the measures put in place by our leadership in the country. And finally, we saw Cameron van der Berg came out this week to say he's tested positive for COVID-19. Is that another sign for everyone to take this virus seriously? And how is he doing if you've been in touch with him? Um, it, uh, I haven't been personally in touch with him. I sent him a mail mm. uh, because I believe he's, 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 he's recovered, but not fully recovered. Okay. Uh, and his advice to every athlete is, please be safe. Do the right thing. Ensure that you uh, wash your hands and keep the, uh, the preventative stuff in place, but also make sure you get the, the right nutrition because um, it is a horrible uh, virus. And we've seen from the Italian scenario, mm. uh, I think the remote, if I may just say, tongue in cheek, that um, the Italians maybe thought this was a Chinese uh, issue and it spread so quickly and rapidly that Europe became the epicenter. So, the world has really become a global village. Uh, I mean, our first cases were people that came from Italy and, and, and went to Durban. Kauteng is now leading the, the numbers, and uh, it just shows that how small the world has become. People can be in one location this morning, and this afternoon or mid-morning, they're in another location. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how rapid the virus spread. And to flatten the curve, uh, as the health professionals advised us in our committee, we have to stop everything. We have to make sure that people understand firstly, and we have sent a lot of preventative communication, we've sent a lot of action communication, and we send a lot of appeals to communities to please, particularly the swimming community, to take this serious. And we were very surprised that they hit the call and um, yeah. this, all events were stopped.
Yeah, let's all work together here. Thank you, Mr. Fritz, for speaking to us here on SAFM. We appreciate the time you've given us, sir. That is assuming as a president, Mr. Alan Fritz. We also heard from Netball as a president, uh, Cecilia Mulokwane, whose status positive, as well as uh, Athletics as a president, Mr. Alex Kosana and uh, Tato Moeng at the beginning of the show there. That's it.